On behalf of myself and B, we acknowledge that we are not indigenous. Rather, we are of settler colonial ancestry. Like many other settler people, we have benefited greatly from living on Turtle Island. As a visitor on this land, we have an important responsibility to acknowledge the grounds on which we are privileged to gather in the pursuit of building community. We are recording today in the traditional territory of the Three Fires Confederacy of First Nations, comprised of the Ojibwe, the Odawa, and the Potawatomi peoples. We are grateful to work, learn, and live in this area. We're making small talk with cool people. Welcome to our show, It's Small Talk! Whitney Houston warm-up. Whitney Houston warm-up. How will I know if he really loves me? Okay. I say it. So, uh, hello and welcome uh, to a brand new episode of Windsor Small Talk. How are you, Bronwyn? Well, I was having a great time having my Whitney Houston moment, but I'm so happy to be here with you. And we're doing it. We're having our next episode. We have a podcast for real. We're doing it. Yes. Um, and for folks who are unfamiliar with us, my name is B. Zelda. My pronouns are they, them. And um, I'm joined by my partner in life and partner in podcasting, Bronwyn. Hi, I'm Bronwyn. My pronouns are she, they, and I'm really excited to be doing this with you, B, because I love you. Aww, I love you too. <laughs> and I love this city, so I'm excited to have uh, this small talk about big things here in Windsor, Ontario. Like you did. Yes, and very particular, this topic is something that is near and dear to my heart. Um, I'm going to be talking to y'all about a project called Humans of Transit. And as we all know, uh, public transportation in Windsor isn't like the best, the coolest, the most funded. In fact, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of reasons why it's bad, um, and I kind of want to use this project of Humans of Transit to go through and talk about all the ways that it's not great and how we can demystify, change up the culture, switch up the conversation, and just paint public transportation in a much better light. Like, active transportation is a must, and y'all, we gotta do better. Yeah, we really need to... Um bust some myths i think there's some misinformation out there about who uses transit and why transit is important so let's have this conversation heck yes Okay, so I think the first thing I want to talk about is a, a Global News article that I read the other day. Um, it's from, let's look, January 26th, so a fairly recent article. And the article's title was, Canada's Public Transit Systems Facing Crisis of Violence. What could be done? And the word crisis was in quotes because... I think it's a little uh, misleading to say that it was all of Canada as well, because this article was focused mainly on Canadian cities of Edmonton, Toronto, and Winnipeg. And basically, the TLDR version of this was that... Um, that the TTC was having to increase police presence um, near city transit systems was because there was an increase and a spike of violent attacks on commuters um, using public transit. And 
basically what they were saying is uh, that it's not necessarily an issue to do with the transit itself. There's an, a bubble being burst at post-pandemic um, with social issues like houselessness, mental health, um, addictions. And during the pandemic and post-pandemic, there's a lot of underhoused people that are using the transit system to get out of the elements, to mm-hmm. find warmth, find shelter, find safety. And uh, when certain people uh, with these mental health issues are are in close proximity, some violent incidences can occur. So it's not necessarily something like uh, transit brings crime, just that since the pandemic has caused an increase in houselessness, these people need a place to go and stay warm, and they're using transit more and more than they have before. I don't necessarily think that this is a Windsor issue, but I wanted to find out for sure. So I contacted the executive director of Transit Windsor, Tyson Craig, and I just sent him an email and I asked him if he had an opinion on whether or not this increase in violent incidences were happening in Windsor. Uh, Do you want to hear what he had to say? Yes, please. All right, here we go. So. Mr. Craig went on to say, I'm happy to say that Transit Windsor is unlike the TCC in many ways, and that includes incidents of workplace violence, harassment, etc. Transit Windsor is a very safe service, and we have a number of measures in place to ensure the safety of our employees and passengers, including, but not limited to, driver safety barriers, security cameras on all buses, and in terminal locations, an excellent relationship with the Windsor Police, including direct radio channel from each bus to police dispatch, extensive employee training and conflict DS escalation as well as a constant supervisory presence when service is on the road so generally that makes me feel good that windsor is not experiencing the the spike in violence that other cities are experiencing and we're not going to simply because we're a smaller city but i also love to hear these lists of safety measures Mm -hmm. that are going to keep transit workers and transit users safe no, that's really important. Um, and I know you did kind of mention this, but I, I just kind of want to highlight really quickly that from that Global News article, having crisis in quotation marks, I think, is kind of appropriate because, I mean, these the people who are who are performing these uh, acts of violence, they're in crisis themselves and they really, really need help. Really that when um, Toronto is going through their by-election to elect a, a new mayor, that this time they choose somebody that will care a little bit more about the entirety of the population, you know, not just the people who line their pockets. Well, I definitely think that um, here in Windsor, we can relate to City Hall needing a little bit more empathy towards the most vulnerable uh, citizens in our community. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can uh, keep lobbying and keep rallying for more um, investments in our transit so that we don't experience the same issues with violence that these larger cities are having. But B, you said you uh, read something that you wanted to talk about with uh, some vandalism happening. Oh, yeah. Okay, y'all. And I'm sure you've heard this story, but there was a little and I can't recall if it's still ongoing. um, It had kind of started to happen around the beginning of January this year, 2023. That's when the news picked it up. I think the incidents were starting around November, but the news started reporting about it in January. Um, And there was somebody who has been throwing 
cans of pop or just like nonsense from their car uh one of the one of the buses that are going to kingsville it's on a very very specific route the um ltw 42 bus route it's the route that picks up students a lot of students from the county and brings them to st Clair college and the people that work out in leamington and kingsville that need um some transportation to the city and it's the bus that runs along seacliff drive between leamington and kingsville and if you want to talk about vandalism, the amount, like, they have to replace the windows on that bus. You you toss a can of Coke, and all of a sudden your visibility is gone for a second while you're trying to react to, like, what just hit me? Um, it's terrifying to be on a bus that's getting hit by stray objects thrown at you from the highway. It's just, like, talk about a lack of empathy. Like, it's just, that's not okay. Nobody should be doing that. And it really makes me wonder, like, what does this person think of the, the individuals that are on that bus? And I think that's part of the conversation that this whole humans of transit project is going to be trying to change mm -hmm. there is uh, a stigma there is um, a misconception and a perception that people who ride the bus are less than they're irresponsible because they can't afford a car um, or you know dumb stuff like that so this project is really going to highlight the conversation and in this episode we really want to tackle that myth that bus riders are less than yes do you want to hear another myth there is um there have been multiple concerns on social media around the time that um amosburg was getting a new transit route like a transit windsor route um and y'all they just thought that this was going to be like a pipeline to crime that like buses were just picking up all the criminals from windsor and bringing them down so they would start to rob their houses or they would throw rocks at their vehicles hmm. um and it's just absolutely outrageous this is yet another example and we have a, a um an article by CTV News that talks about the, the complaints by Amherstburg residents. Yeah, one of the posts read, this is scary. Crime rates will double. This makes me uncomfortable for all of our children. This is not a good thing for us. Oh, my word. Never mind the fact that now your children can get to school. Um, all the teenagers can go to the mall if they want to. It's just, especially the 605 route, this is so incredibly important to interconnect all of these communities. Windsor has all of these tiny little little pockets around us, and we deserve to stay connected. We deserve to be able to go visit our friends and family, to go to work, without having to be labeled a, a criminal or or some kind of just like, like, like you said, Brahman, just less than. I, I've never driven and I've been taking transit on and off my entire life. I've taken the TTC, I've lived in Toronto, like I've been taking transit in Windsor for 13 years and I, I would be I would be lost without it. And when we look at it from a different angle, it's unequivocally false to make these claims that crime is going to increase. According to Constable Terry Sagan of the LaSalle Police, crime statistics in the town of LaSalle, who had this route five years prior to Amherstburg getting in, um, the, the their crime statistics fluctuate from year to year. And so there is no evidence that the bus route from the LaSalle 25 has resulted in any increase in crime that he states very clearly that it is false to make that assumption that crime has increased in LaSalle. So not only is it um, unempathetic to say that uh, transit brings crime, it's just false, mm -hmm. statistically unequivocally false. I used to take transit from LaSalle to the university. That's like, that was integral of me getting my degree in French studies. Without that, I can't walk. I can't take a bike. I mean, I could bike, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you could, but I could have, yeah. <laughs> but and also too, like your own your own grassroots advocacy group at We Activate Transit Windsor Essex has even done a survey of transit riders to actually figure out who these people are, who's taking the bus, and why they're using it. And have you found that people who have criminal records are using the bus? I mean, we didn't have that question in the survey. (laughs) But if y'all are interested in taking a look, uh, you can visit uh, atwe.ca for Activate Transit Windsor-Essex, which was a group founded by Jess Bondi, who is an amazing community member. Yep, yep. Um, And I got to be a part of, like, uh, the kind of like boots on the ground work with the survey where we went to the the terminals um, around town and we just kind of hung out and was like, hey, do you want to do a survey about transit? So many people were excited because not only do they have endless of like uh, um, an endless list of complaints, at the end of the day, they just want to be seen as people. I spoke to parents, to professionals, to students, to like little 14-year-olds that were going to the mall with their friends. It was just your everyday people, not a single one of them deserves the kind of treatment that we're that we're ascribing to transit users. I think it's safe to say that myth busted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so to all of you who have maybe heard this misinformation and have heard these myths that, you know, the seedy underbelly of the city takes the bus. And if a bus route comes to your neighborhood, you're going to see crime increase. You can face that information with the truth, which is that is not true. The bus does not increase crime. The people who ride the bus are everyday human beings that are using transit to connect themselves to their education, to their job, to their families, to everything they need in their life. So... Humans of Transit, this is something you're going to hear about on Windsor Small Talk, and because we think it's a big conversation that we need to have um, with all of you, and we want to bring the humanity back to this conversation about public transportation so that we can increase the quality of life for every single Windsorite. Heck yes. Active transportation, y'all. So if you have any stories about transit, if you have any tips or questions or comments or concerns about being a human being using public transit, reach out to us and maybe we'll include you in a future episode. So you can go to our Instagram and DM us at at Windsor Small Talk or you can visit at we... Oh, yeah, um, at we.ca, A-T-W-E dot C-A. We have a contact us form there. You can check out the survey. Um, And y'all, we have a community mandate there that I think is really worth your time. Activate Transit Windsor-Essex released a community mandate based on the information that they received from uh, the survey that we did. And again, like this is over 620 people. We talked to transit riders, non-transit riders, uh, broad diversity of backgrounds, just like everybody and their cat, except the cats couldn't actually fill out the survey. Um, But the main findings. (laughs) um, And basically, it just kind of covers topics like um, recognizing transit as an essential service, run more frequent and reliable service, fund the 418X, you can read about that if you want to on the website, and implement the transit master plan on schedule, extend operating hours, oh, we shouldn't have those Sunday hours, um, earlier in the day and later at night. And this needs to be, buses need to be accessible for everybody of all abilities. So, Windsor, we are the automotive capital of Canada, and we've been lauding that title for decades and decades and decades. But 
Transit and automotability do not have to be mutually exclusive. We should be accommodating for the diversity of ways in which people get around. So here on Windsor Small Talk, we will be having these humans of transit uh, segments to make sure that we are bringing that humanity back to this conversation and making sure that all people are represented when it comes to the livability and mobility of our citizens. Heck yes. I'm already excited. I want to do like next episode. Can we talk about etiquette? Like bus etiquette? Oh yeah. Let's talk about like, should you fart on the bus? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Should you bring your boiled, your boiled eggs to, to eat on the bus? No. (laughs) And you know what? And also too, confession time. I, Bronwyn, have not been on a city bus. I've only taken the tunnel bus. And maybe one of the episodes can be my very first ride. I think I would like that. That'd be wonderful. I would love to know what your thoughts are because it's something I've done my entire life and I don't really think twice about it. You know, I wait in the cold. I I know the bus is going to be late and I accommodate my schedule for that. And then I get on, I avoid making eye contact with everybody. Like there's a ritual. I would love to see how you, how you perform with that. Yeah. You'll need to hold my hand. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. See, that's a good bus etiquette. Hand holding. Good. Holding somebody's hand that you don't know bad (laughs) and guys again please reach out if you have stories if you have tips if you have things that you want to share with us reach out to us we would love to hear from you episode two we did it b woo thank y'all for listening we're making small talk with cool people welcome to our show it's small talk Hey y'all, B Zelda here because I know you have not heard enough of my voice, but I'm just popping in to remind you all that we have a Patreon page. It is something that is building and budding like the flowers in springtime. Currently, you can get exclusive snippets and previews to episodes before they come out, as well as Bronwyn and I will be trying and playing a handful of two-player and co op tabletop games and I'm a huge fan of indie games because why not get creative with the way that we tell stories and gamify it so everybody else can have as much fun make sure you follow us on patreon we are Windsor Small Talk take care